Hey, what up, people? Welcome back to the Dugouts Podcast. You're here with your host, Ryan Leaf. Hey, guys, welcome back. Thank you so much for all the five-star ratings that I've received on Apple Podcast. Thank you for all the follows on Spotify. Guys, keep on giving me five-star ratings. I really appreciate it. If you haven't clicked follow on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcast, please do so right now. And please just take note that this is the best football podcast in the country. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate you. Have the best week. Welcome to the Dugout Podcast with your host, Ryan Leaf. Hey, what up, people? Welcome back to the Dugout Podcast. You're here with your boy, Ryan Leaf. Happy Tuesday to you all. I hope you guys are all having the best week so far. It is 31 degrees Celsius here in Durban. What a beautiful day. The sun is out. Everyone's at the beach running or working out. I went for a good run this morning. I went for a good 5 a.m. run. So I put me in a very good mood, put me in some good spirits, and I'm keen just to smash my day today. But I hope you guys are all on the same level of motivation I'm on. And I just wish everybody a, a very good day today. So good morning to you if it's your morning, good afternoon to you if it's your afternoon, and good evening to you if it's your evening. Welcome to the newest edition of Traffic Talk. Guys, what the hell is going on at City? What is going on? What is going on? So City lost... 2-0 at Tottenham's Hotspur Stadium um, guys that was a shock result if you ask me it really was I didn't expect City to even lose that game if I'm being for real with you I didn't think City would lose but because they were the favourites in my eyes I know Tottenham were at home Tottenham were, were obviously playing in their stadium and I get it but City for me I just felt as if they have enough to get past this Tottenham team I mean they haven't got Harry Kane amongst their ranks so it I just thought to myself, City should definitely win this game. Yeah, sure, it might have been a struggle, but you know what? City actually carved Tottenham up for 90 minutes. They made so many chances. I'm actually I'm surprised that they didn't actually finish a couple of their chances. The sad thing is, is that it just wasn't City's day. And you have those. You have those. I mean, if you watch the Premier League week in, week out, I mean, you can't actually be on your, on your game every single week. There is going to be a game where it's all against you, where things aren't going to go your way. And it, it just wasn't City's day that day. So they lost 2-0 at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and Pip decided to lock his team in the away dressing room for 50 minutes, 5-0, to have an inquest into why their performances have slumped and what he can do differently. I can only imagine the rage from Pip. I mean, I can only imagine what Pep was saying to his team, losing his mind. I wouldn't put it past him if he slapped some people. But the reality is, it's just that, it's just that, this has been happening for a while now. City aren't the same team they were last season. They look wounded. Plenty of teams play City now with, with this confidence and this, this bravado, this, this arrogance, this willingness to like to play and meet them toe to toe. I see plenty of teams coming on the front foot and giving City problems, whether it be home or away. So, it's just a matter of time that teams have actually figured out City. That they figured them out and they figured out how to play against them. Palace have figured it out. Sheffield have figured it out. Newcastle have figured it out. Wolves have definitely figured it out. You know, so it's just, it was a matter of time before City have been sniffed out and teams are actually, they're able to play against them. You know, which wasn't the case last year. Teams didn't know how to handle City last year. You know, so it's very scary to see how far City have slumped with their performances. 
you know, they won 1-0 to Sheffield United last weekend. That's fine. That was, that was a nice, hard-fought, dogged 1-0 win. That's okay. And, you know, I understand that. But this weekend, this weekend was wild. This weekend, I didn't expect them to come and leave Tottenham with three points. I thought maybe a draw at max. But anyway, guys, here's Pep Guardiola chatting about his team selection, what he thinks happened, and just here his overall press conference. And I'll come back and chat to you about the inconsistency happening at Manchester City. Enjoy. Hello, Pep. Do you feel very frustrated that you didn't get something, perhaps a win out of today's game? This business is how many goals to score and how few goals you can sit. So, uh, we try to play as good as possible. Always, I believe in the past and today, even today, more than ever. Always, I believe uh, you have or you are closer to win the games when you create more chances. You can sit few. So it's happened, but it's sometimes it's not enough. It's happened sometimes this season, and we have to accept it. Uh, I would not say we are not a team who score goals because the stats are there in the terms of all the competitions, how many goals we score. But, um, but you know, we lost the game and, and, and that is all I can say. Sammy, you played pretty well, but, you know... Thank you. Yeah, but we, we, no. Are you are you angry, disappointed? No. With, with no, no. Normally, I, I don't like when when we don't play good or we don't run or we don't fight. It's a team to build to to play in certain way, and we have to see so precise. We have to see good, uh, but uh, no. Normally, when never when you lose, I'm away from my players. Never it was in the past, and because I know them. Uh, but we lost the game and we talk about okay move forward and keep going so a lot of months to play and try to do it uh, um, Jose felt that Raheem Sterling should have been sent off for the challenge on Delhi and possibly also for the, the penalty that wasn't given um, can I ask you your views on that and also how is he on the injury what, what I don't comment the opinions from my colleagues I I don't really want you to comment on his opinion. I wanted your opinion on the incident. I don't have, I don't have opinion. Okay. Could you tell me about his fitness? Because he had to go off. I didn't speak with the doctor. Not yet. Can I maybe ask you one more then? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Not about that. Um, you're 22 points behind Liverpool. Uh, I mean, you've, have you conceded the title? Have you, do you accept that there's, there's virtually no chance? Yes. Can you say it? <laughs> I yes. can't quote you nodding. Sorry? I can't quote you nodding. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, far away. So they are, they are unstoppable. A lot of points. We drop points. In the games, we play quite similar as today. Even when we play in Anfield. And, uh, and of course, so now it's target for the competitions and, and qualify for the Champions League next season. Just on the back of that, will you look to rebuild? How do you get closer to Liverpool? Will you look to rebuild the team in the summer? Do, will you, do no, but I don't... <coughs> so two seasons ago, when we had 200 points, we finished 
not one decade, not 20 years, I don't know how many points, 19 from Liverpool, United from Mourinho, in 20, I don't know how many from Liverpool, so <laughs> sometimes I think, and in that period, the team was, Liverpool is strong, maybe not stronger right now for more time, but stronger, so today is not the day, honestly, to, to talk about or reveal, have a feeling what you have to do, but about the performance, the last the reality is against United, we concede one or shooting targets and we create incredible amount of chances and we lost the game. And today is quite similar. Against that, it's difficult to find a solution. Even for me, I know the players. So when the players say, what, if, what is the way you have to do? So, oh, I don't know. <laughs> because uh, because we are there. So you are in the 16-year box, in the penalty spot. In the You know, they are there along with the keeper and two players, three players, and, and we are not able to score a goal. And and that's maybe one day we make a click and we change it. And I think the the team is good. The team is good. I like the way my team play. And but it's not enough. So we are far away. And of course the distance is so big and the distance are reality. And and next season we have to do better. That was going to be my next question. Do you feel you said Liverpool are unstoppable? But do you feel once you go back to zero, start again next season? You can stop them. You can next season, different season altogether. I'm not able to. Uh, will be fantastic from our fans next season. Will be better. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen next game against West Ham. I cannot tell you what is going to happen. We are working on that, of course. We are. We were working on that, but I don't know. Pep is a problem for your team and also the rest of the Premier League. That Liverpool's gap is so far. They're so far ahead to motivate. Well, the last the last two seasons, it was a. A guy, a owner for the Premier League, said that cannot happen again. So it's not good for the Premier League City win the titles in that way when we do 100 points and you have to, to do it. So now, is Liverpool? You have to be concerned, the owner for the Premier League. But, but you and your managerial career, you've never come across this kind of gap so far early into the season. How do you motivate your players? How do you make them continue to carry on to, to get fight better? Them? You just you. you don't just play just to win the titles, you know, just play for yourself, you compete for yourself to be better. So all the times we win the titles, we compete for opponents, but we compete for ourselves when we talk, when we speak, with the training sessions to do what we have to do. So, yes, so we have to find it. Of course, it's a, it's a big distance and behind as well. <coughs> so, but we have many competitions in every game. And from today, we can learn. We can learn things to get him better for the for the future. And sometimes I'm not used, we are not used, but it's happened. Sport is like this, you always not win, you know? You always defeats and not athletes and no teams all the time during decades win, win and win, sometimes lose. And just to understand why, to get him better. And and is the club missing Mikel Arteta? Have you been in touch with him since he went to Arsenal? Uh, I know he's incredible happy there he's inc- doing a, a great job his team when I saw some games he's, he's doing really well and I'm so happy for him just next to Dan you've said that there's been quite a few games this season like this where you play so well create so many chances and still don't, don't score what can you do to, know. to change that? I don't know, of course I know. But that is business, so that is, you see, in a poetic way, so how play we good, 
I'm not uh, a big fan of that. So that business means you win games and score more goals than the opponent. And and we today we didn't do that. But the same way like I started in the in the in my my first speech. So I don't know another way to play good to create more chances and, than than opening. Always I believe for statistics you create more than the opening. You have closer to win the games, and that is what you have to try to to do. And I know what they have to do to say to the players, to training, to get back in that position. I know what you have to do because I leave this position in the past as a football player, as a manager. It's not the first time like we leave. Oh, we play good, but we cannot score. Oh, we don't score goals, uh, and we are going to work on that. Um, in the past, Pep, when your team have suffered a setback like a sending off, well, you've amazed us all with your ability uh, of the players to pull together and, and make that work for them rather than against them almost. And yet today, within three minutes of going a man down, you're a goal behind. Yeah. Have you lost that ability? Well, I don't know. We didn't have this ability. Thank you. In the past, I don't know how many times we sent off and we were able to maintain that position. So... Uh, I don't know. Normally that's happen when you have 10 or 12 or 14 points in front and after it's easy to handle it, that position. Yeah, it was a pity, you know, this short time, the first shoot on target they did, you know, scored a goal with 10 against 11. So, yeah. But mentally, in the past you'd expect your players perhaps to keep things stable for a while. It just seemed a remarkable collapse in a short space of time. Collapse is a tough word. I don't think we didn't collapse because still, I think after one zero to zero, we create more chances than them. So we're still there. Sometimes it happened. It was an action, and this team is built for for you know to do something and 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 play in certain way. And of course, ten against eleven after miss would we miss in this game? You know the chances, the penalties, and the post, and uh, and after that, it's not easy even for the players. But still, I think we were there. We were there. It's not easy. So you know, defend well, strong, and always the contract that we saw Lucas Moura and the players are 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 dangerous. Okay, last one, just down there, please. Pat, there was no no John Stones in the squad today. Was was that just? Is any kind of injury, or was that nope. just? A I decided for uh, for bring uh, Eric. Eric plays so good when he played. And I want to bring with him. Does that mean Eric's above John now when it comes to? Sorry. Is, is Eric now above John when no. it comes to your central defenders? No. As the people knows, I moved the team, the squad, and everybody tried to be involved. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, guys. Okay then. Okay. So that was Pep Guardiola having his press conference at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Pep is a very unhappy man. He constantly seems on edge He constantly seems Like the press are berating him He constantly seems Disillusioned By being in a press conference You know When Pep first came to England He was He was a joy to actually have In the press box To talk to To have a conversation with You know Very very smart Very witty You know Making a couple of jokes And being sarcastic here and there Pep is very on edge right now Extremely on edge You can hear it in his tone How annoyed he is Now when he locked his team in for 15 minutes in the away dressing room last weekend, they had an open discussion and Pep asked these players what can they do to change things. The players are unsettled by the amount of chopping and changing that Pep has done this year. The team actually mentioned face-to-face to Pep that 
they are unsettled by the amount of changes Pep has made. And it's a very factual thing. Pep Guardiola has made 76 changes to his first team selection this season. That's this season alone. That's the most in the Premier League. That is the most first team selection changes that any manager has made in the Premier League. Next up is Frank Lampard who's made 60 changes. But Pep Guardiola every week seems to make one or two changes to his team that are sort of unnecessary. It's sort of unnecessary. One day Rodri is playing, then Fernandinho, then Aguero, then Jesus, then Leroy Sané. Or it's just they need to settle on one team. The players have said themselves that they very they feel as if like Pep doesn't trust them. I can see why Pep feels that way, but you don't want your players to know that. You don't want your players to know that. You know the last thing you want is for your players to know straight up that you don't trust them. You don't trust them. Imagine that. I mean, Pep Guardiola has not picked the same starting eleven in consecutive matches all season. And he's chopped and changed formations since the departure of assistant manager Mikel Arteta in December. You know, according to the Daily Mail, the senior players are they have concerns over Guardiola's fiddling with his tactics and his personnel. And some even aired their views to his face in that dressing room rant on Sunday. You know, so it kind of shows me the discontent that's being sold within the club's personnel. So Pep basically closed the change room door. Sit down! Nobody talk! Sit down! Basically, well, I'm not saying he said that. I don't know. But I'm just assuming. But he basically opened the subject to the floor, asking for suggestions as to where they can improve. And... The team basically laid it bare that they're just tired of having this chopping and changing from Pep. They want solidarity. They want continuity within their first team selections. You know, I'd be, as a player myself, I find it very demotivating when I'm playing really well one week and I'm out the team the following week. You know, it's it's very hard to not take it personally. It's very difficult to be like, after I've played really well, and I feel as if I deserve to play again the following week. If I'm high, if I'm fit, if I'm not injured, if I'm not carrying anything, if I'm not ill, if I've had a really good game the weekend before, and I come back into the team, and I see that I'm not there, it's going to be very difficult for me to accept. I mean, I, how do I not take it personally after a while? That maybe the manager doesn't like me, maybe I'm not doing what the manager wants, uh, what could I do more? I begin to question myself. And... These may be professionals, but that's just I just think they feel that way. I just think Pep's players feel as if he doesn't trust them. And I think Pep is continually trying his best to find his best 11. In this moment in time, I don't think Pep knows his best 11. You know, I don't think he knows his best team. This chopping and changing just shows that he doesn't know his, his first 11, his, his team to play in the big games. City are playing Real Madrid this month in the Champions League. They haven't gone past the quarterfinals under Pep Guardiola. They're playing Real Madrid. If they don't get their consistency sorted out pretty soon, they're not going to beat Real Madrid over two legs. They're not. They'll lose at the Bernabeu and they'll lose at the Etihad because Pep cannot find continuity and consistency in his team selections. It's unsettling and it's just not fair. Players feel as if they're being hard done by. You know? They feel, they feel as if they're being hard done by. If they beat Real Madrid this month in the Champions League, I'd be extremely surprised. Extremely surprised. They they need Laporte more than ever. And they couldn't even... They couldn't rush him back any faster. They, they need that boy back. 
it's actually scary. I mean, he's made 76 changes to his team this Premier League season. That is actually crazy. Liverpool's Jurgen Klopp has made 46 changes, and the person that's made the fewest changes is Chris Wilder at Sheffield. It kind of shows you how having continuity in your team can do you well over the long run. It just shows you that, that having a settled first 11, you know, having a settled first team that you can trust, having a team that has continuity in their team selection, going forward in the long run, it, it does you so much good because those players trust that the manager believes in them to get the job done. You know, I would love to hear how City fans feel. How do you feel about Pep's changes and his team selections? Speak to me. Hit me up on Twitter at rwleafgreen. You can hit me up on Instagram at the Dugout Podcast. And you can hit me up at my Instagram personal page at Ryan Double underscore Leaf. I really, I really feel for City right now. I really feel for them. They shouldn't be in this position. You know, Pep Guardiola made a very stunning admission that they could even finish outside the Champions League places. I don't believe that will happen. I think they have just enough to finish within the Champions League place. But there are 22 points behind this Liverpool team. 22. That is staggering. It's staggering. I don't know what Pep does to catch this Liverpool team, but Liverpool have really, it's really shaken them up. It's really shaken them up. But anyway, guys, I've got a little clip here from Talk Sports. I'm going to head off to work now. I've got a nice funny clip here that I need you, I need you guys to hear. It's uh, basically this guy named Statman Gaz. And he's basically having an argument with Robbie Savage on Talk Sports about City and their past performances and why he thinks that they can't beat this Liverpool team. And actually why he thinks Liverpool are on top. He makes the argument that VAR has really saved Liverpool. And... Um, Wow, what a what an opinion to have. Anyway, guys, here's the little clip from Talk Sports. Hope you guys are great. Have the best day. This is your boy Ryan Leaf from the Dugout Podcast. Chat soon. Have the best week. Is this Statman Gary? That's me, Statman yes. Gary. Oh, Statman Gaz. Love it. What, 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 what? Happy New Year. I haven't spoken to you uh, for a while. Right. You know, I've been watching the performances and studying uh, all the VAR decisions in every match of the day and everything. And 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 it, 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 I'm actually ringing about a really serious thing. If you remember in September, October, I was highlighting that they may as well have given Liverpool the title as early as that, because it became fairly clear at that stage what Stockley Park were, were, were trying to do. The sad thing is I've monitored it um, every game, because I'm Statman Gaz, I'm watching these games, and I'm looking for incident, incident, instance that affect that's in, That's incidents. In, sorry, well... I, sorry. <laughs> who, who, whoever thought the dear Robbie Savage corrects someone? Sorry about that, guys. Come on, guys. Right, well, the, the beauty of this is um, I'm not worried anymore. I think the way the season's going, obviously, Arsenal, 100 years' worst performance, worst performance um, for United in 30 years. I mean, the top six this year will be the first time in 10 years that we'll be lucky to get the top six, except for Liverpool. Now, the key here is everybody except Liverpool has dropped points because of our decisions. Every team except Liverpool. In fact, just this weekend, Liverpool had two VAR decisions went their way. The, the, the penalty against West Ham was a joke. I've never seen a more cartwheely dive in the world, but it actually took a spirited 
the heart out of West Ham, whilst Liverpool got their customary penalty, bang it in there, Salah. And then yesterday, working their fingers to the bone, Southampton, brilliant performance, nil-nil at half-time, within a minute of, of, of him going through and getting a penalty, which the pundit said was a penalty, Liverpool, not given, Liverpool go and score and kill the heart out of Southampton. Just a quickie, just a quickie, just a quickie, just why you're having a rant about VR. Do you think Firmino's yeah. was a penalty yesterday when he got dragged over on the goal line? I know that... No, no, yes or no, yes or no, yes or no. I don't don't support Liverpool, Gary. Simple question. That that, that was brought up. Simple. That was brought up by uh, Lineker, Shearer, uh, you know, on match of the day. Simple question. Do you think it was a penalty, yes or no? That that, that didn't go to... That wasn't a penalty, not in my view. I thought thought that. It's got to be a clear and obvious penalty. The referee didn't see it, Gary, get over it. Uh, You're 22 points behind one of the greatest teams ever. it's clear and obvious, the referee will see it. Gary, you're behind one... You're 22 points behind one of the greatest teams ever. And you're on about VAR. You've got to get over it, Gaz. Hang on, 22 points? Yeah. You think this this Liverpool team is that great? Yeah. 22, pen, 22 points greater than Man City, yeah. Hang on, that's this year? Do you think they're the greatest this, team that there this, ever was? Because that's all the pundits this are Liverpool about. Team, and, This Liverpool yeah. team is better yeah. than any Man City team ever. Not at all. Do you know why it's not at all? Well, they won the Champions League. They won the Champions League. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Oh, oh, are we going? Hang on, are Gaz. we going back over three years? No, last year they won it. Last year, last year they won it. Oh, oh, you're bringing in last year now, aren't you? Are they? And they're going to win the Premier League this year. So I would say, hang on, the hang on, team, hang yeah. on, hang on, hang on. Are we? Oh, well, hang on. Give us a chance. Last year they didn't win it, and we won the oh, league. They won the Champions and, League. And, and you crowed on about you crowed on about um, them winning the Champions League. Well, Gaz, the season Gaz, isn't over. Guys, here's one for you. Here's one for you. Yeah. Out of the last 102 points available in the Premier League, how many do you think Liverpool have taken? Hang on. Just a I'm quick question. Robbie. Just a quick... Your stat, mate. Your stat, man, Gaz. I thought you might have this one. Go yeah. on, stat, man, Gaz. Answer me this. 102 points... Of, in the last 102 points, how many points have Liverpool taken? Stat, man, Gaz. It's up to you. Hang on. How many have they taken? Yeah. Look, just so... Just stat, so man, Gaz. It's that, a simple but, question. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. a simple question back to you. Gaz, answer the question. You start, man, Gaz. Are season on just the league? Gaz. Or does it go on other tournaments? Gaz, answer the question. Hang on. I'll ask you a question. How many games have Liverpool lost this season? None. How many games, Robbie? Do you know? In the Premier League, none. This season? No, we're not going about the Premier League. This isn't about the Premier League. You're going on about the Champions League. You said this season. You said the season. But, but, but. How many did they lose in the Champions League? I've got they won it. This season, Robbie. Well, the, the group stages. They've got they've qualified. They've qualified. Doesn't matter. They've qualified. Hang on, hang on. But how many did they lose? I don't, no idea. You've no idea, and you're a pundit. No, how many? Lost to Napoli. I'm, I'm, and drew in Napoli. All right, they lost one then. Hang on, they started the season. Who did they lose to? Not in the Premier League, but in the Charity Shield. It's a Community Shield. The Community Shield. I thought it's that man guys. What? Who did he lose to? Got the, uh, Man City, was it? It was Man City, Robbie. So they lost two there. Who did he lose to in the Carabao Cup? Aston Villa. Well, they played their kids, Gaz. Oh, well, that's an excuse, is it? Gaz, Gaz. So when City lose and they play young players... Gaz, it was under-23, okay. Gaz. It was under-23 team. Pardon? It was an under-23 Liverpool team. Well, they caught 
wants to choose that he only plays Gaz, in some. But you've got to get players. over it, Gaz. This is the greatest yeah, Liverpool team. He wants to team. keep his players rested. So City play in all tournaments because they respect the league. They respect both competitions that have gone on one for over 100 and odd years and the other 60 odd years. So we respect that. Liverpool don't. They don't take it seriously and they don't respect the fans and they don't respect the teams that are involved. We put a decent team out because they want their day. They want to appreciate it. Their fans deserve it. This isn't about Liverpool. Because if you want to crow about them being 22, I've actually just done the stat from the Centurions to now. And actually, if you take the season and not the league, the Centurions have performed better than Liverpool from the start of the season until now. Did they win the Champions League? Is that all you're going to say? No, they won't. No, I know that you this... had Ian Rush on your shirt at school. It was the Juventus shirt. I know that it was the Juventus shirt. Hughes was another thing because yeah. I've read... I've read what's well, that. He, he, so didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't play for Liverpool. Who? Mark Hughes. Ian Ross did. Yeah, no, I had, I had him on my Juventus shirt. Oh, well, anyway, did you have any City players on your shirt when you were growing up? No. No, no you didn't. But I don't support City. So let's have a fair and unbiased pundit. Let's actually have... You, you can say that this team... Do your stats, because I'll sit in front of you... Centurions about to right, Liverpool. Okay, now answer my Liverpool stat. Liverpool lost three St- games. Now, 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 Gaz. Now, Gaz. City lost two. Gaz, now answer my stat. How many points have Liverpool taken from the last 102 available in the Premier League? Just answer. They've only lost one. So how many points have they taken? Uh, so, so they've only drew one. So how many points have they taken? Did they win the league when they won those games? 100 last year? points out of 122. They're one of the greatest teams ever. They've won the Champions League last season. End of story. This Liverpool team is better than any Man City team ever. They won the Champions League last season. There you go, guys. Stat Man Sam. 